Hello and welcome to Squid Pro Quo, a Squid Game podcast where there are only three rules. One, a player is not allowed to stop podcasting. Two, a player who refuses the podcast will be eliminated. And three, the podcast may be terminated if the majority agrees. I'm Sean. And I'm Mike. Boom. And we're the Squid Boys. We're the Squid Boys. Squid Boys. Squid Boys. Squid Boys. I just want to say... I have no idea if people like this podcast or not because <laughs> we're recording episode four before any of them have actually posted on the feed. So if you hate this and you're still here, episode four, thanks for being here still. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you. Know, a good friend. Thanks, regular Pat, for being a friend. <laughs> Only regular Pat. Only not regular Jip. Pat. Not, not Jip. Definitely not Jip, no. <laughs> Man, I can't wait for him to be mad about episode two. <laughs> and now episode three. <laughs> and now episode four. This is four. four. It is. You're right. Yeah, we recorded two last time. You're right. Did Silly we, us. Did we grief him in three? No, we didn't. We didn't even mention him. Mm. Just fuck him. Mm. If it's Jip, then you got to skip. That's that's what we say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so we have like no feedback or any like of your like <laughs> any of your uh game strategies to read but maybe next episode we'll have a whole bunch of them we really went into this knowing how we planned to record it and still we're like and if you guys oh, want to yeah, get audience involved, feedback yeah <laughs> yeah we, we 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 when we were talking about doing this you were like and we could double up on recordings like we could do two at once <laughs> yep <laughs> it's like yep this is <laughs> poorly planned like like everything i do hey hey uh, hey None anyway, of if you want to email us, um, email us your, your strategies for, for today's game, you can email us at squidboyssbq at gmail.com. That's S-Q-U-I-D-B-O-I-Z-S-P-Q at gmail.com. And we'll read them on the season two premiere. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll read them in episode nine. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> this is not good. Um anyway, John, uh what's the name of this episode we're going over today? It's episode 4 titled Stick to the Team. Ah, Stick to the Team. Yes, that's right. Oh, do you want to tell the listeners what happened to you during this episode? Wait, what ha- what happened or to you during this episode? Or at the end of it, I guess. Oh yeah, so this episode ends with a cliffhanger. And um, the first time I watched it, you and I were kind of watching at the same time. And you, mm. you saw this episode before me and you typed to me or you, maybe you typed into this court. I don't remember if it was directed at me specifically, but you said, I am so mad at Squid Game right now mm. at the at the at the uh, cliffhanger. And so then I started watching it that day and I, I, I got to this episode and it was like three in the morning <laughs> and I had to work the next day. And I was like this fucking show and i watched the next <laughs> one anyway uh-huh. so then we were like hey we're only going to do one episode we're only going to do episode four for recording this week because you know we had other things going on and so I, okay i'll watch episode four tonight and then th- the fucking cliffhanger came up again and guess who watched episode five right <laughs> after me on a cliffhanger that i already know how it resolves I still had to watch the next episode. I want you, if you can, if you can take us through 
your thought process in the moment because I I think it's so fucking funny that you fell for the cliffhanger the second time. So I, I you know I I knew it was coming you know yeah, the 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 game we're, we'll get to it but the game of this episode is tug of war obviously and um or at least I don't know should we count tug of war as the next episode's game? I mean, they probably should, but it's this week and next week. And in this episode, they start to talk about their strategy for it. I mean, I think it resolves. I don't know. There's just not a game for next week's episode. No, but that happens sometimes. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, um, but I, my, you know, my thought process was, okay, this is coming. I, I know it's coming. And then it happened and I went, the Netflix was like, oh, next episode. And I was like, I got to know what happens. I, I, Sean, I already knew what, ha- I already knew what happened. I knew I, I had got, to know. You had, I had, you had to, to know. know. So I watched it. And then I, I almost watched episode six too, because <laughs> the show is good, but I didn't. I, I can't believe myself. they got you. Yeah, they got me, man. Uh, I had to know. I, can't, I just, I but you knew. I had to know, Sean. Mike, I had to know what happened next. Mike was like, what if they changed it? Yeah, maybe they patched it. They patched in a new ending. That's part of the Squid Game, dude. That's part of the yeah. interactive story they're telling. If I, don't, if, I don't watch, if I don't watch the next episode, <laughs> I die. I get eliminated. You have, to, you, you have to know. You have to keep watching the show so that in case they change anything, to hint at season two. Dude, maybe there are hints to season two in this in this whole show. Have you thought about I, that? I mean, probably. I'm sure that there was some forethought of like it'd be cool to do more. Mm-hmm. But I I I uh I do think this show is pretty self-contained. So I don't know. Maybe there's some things we can talk about in the last episode that are a little un- unanswered. Of course, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get let's get into uh, episode four here. Uh, stick to the team. And this episode opens, Sean, with our cold open, as mm-hmm. as we often get in the show. And uh, Gihan is remembering Song Wu trying to stop him right before he picked the umbrella in the previous game as they're walking back to the room and saying, you know, Gihan, never mind. And he's thinking, wait, did he know? Like, did he know? Did my friend betray me? We also see... Uh, number 111, our doctor, being led away by some some pink guards. And there's a pink guard specifically who's deleting the, the closed-circuit television footage as they go away. So this is, it's some kind of conspiracy going on. Pretty sus. It's very sus. So very I, sussy. I'm pretty dumb. The first time I watched this, I thought I thought the doctor was a plant in the game. Mm, okay, okay. But on rewatch, I'm like, why would they re- erase the footage if... Because the only people that are going to see that footage are the rest of the the guards and right. shit. And I think even in my first watch, I thought about that, and I went, maybe it's like even a secret from all the guards, and these are just the trusted ones. Right, or like, I guess the only other way I could see that being a possibility is if this was being like broadcast in some way to Ooh, someone. Yeah. You know? But yeah, clear. I mean, and I guess technically it is. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. I don't think we know. We don't know that yet, but no, well, it, it, it technically I, is. Even, I, I don't think we know the extents. I think it's... Even Okay, even we now. don't have to talk about this yeah, right now. Yeah, this yeah, is completely yeah. unrelated. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> our, uh, uh, our friends, Gihan and number one, make it back into the room, and Ali is excited to see they survived, and Zongwoo looks relieved, yet... It's hard to read a little bit, but he see, he he seems happy they're alive, but you can almost sense the like, oh man, they made it kind of thing, you know. <laughs> oh my god. Oh maybe my god. maybe I'm maybe I'm reading too much into it, but <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I didn't really get that, I'll be honest with I, you. I <laughs> I got some sinister vibes from my man Sung Woo, okay. <laughs> Mike, I think you're you're reading into the worst of people. I don't Well, Sung Woo's kind of a douche. <laughs> But he apologizes. He didn't know. He says he didn't know. And Gihan kind of has a moment where you're like, is he going to call him out? And then he just goes, oh, there's no way you could have possibly known. Uh, and, it's uh, a theme throughout this episode that Gihan is the nicest. And yes. he's, he's very good and should be protected. Yes, he's a good boy. Yeah, we except stand. for like all that stuff in <laughs> the first episode. Yeah, forget all that. And maybe the second episode. <laughs> a little bit, When yeah. he swears on his mother that he's not going to talk to her about the money, and then he immediately does. Yeah. Maybe not Maybe not some of that. But, like, now in the game, he's the goodest boy. Yes, right now he's become, he's becoming the goodest boy. You know, Character it's, development. It's character development. Exactly. Oh, the same ooh, thing. ooh, Jinx. Look now you us. owe me. Squid boys for life. Uh, you owe me a squid boy. What? <laughs> I owe you one of us. I, I was gonna say a okay, so I, I was gonna say a squid soda. <laughs> That's even what is worse. Sean, what is a squid soda? I don't know. I don't know. And Sean, like, it is too late in the evening for you to say these things because you know, like it's Jinx. You owe me a soda, so I was gonna go keep it on theme. Squid soda. But that didn't make any sense. So squid boy, Jinx, think maybe you owe me a squid boy. <laughs> maybe it's like a baby squid. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, seventy nine <laughs> people were eliminated from yeah. the 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 honeycomb game. Uh, so okay, when it comes to red light green light, I can buy that there were like a lot. Like that's a. I guess it's the same room, maybe. But, like, I did, it did not look like there were that many people in that room. I, I would like to know how many of them picked what shape. Like, that, ooh, what, idiot, yes. what idiot picked the triangle and died? <laughs> you know? Like, that, that's almost like just evolution taking its <laughs> That's natural its selection, dude. Yeah, that's, that's natural selection. If you pick a triangle and die, dude, okay, uh, see you later. I mean, that's the, that's the guy that was like, oh, this is easy. I'll just snap it right off. I don't even need to. I don't yeah. even need to scratch at it, dude. Do you, how many people mm -hmm. do you think did that? I don't know, dude. I'm still convinced Ali's circle wasn't right. Yeah, but it passed, so that's okay. Yeah, but the, it was I close know. enough. I think, they, I think but, they gave him a pass. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I buy that there was that many people in that room. That's a lot of people. I, I'm hey, you know, we can go back and count it if you want. <laughs> All right, you I know, don't I, want I, to I, do that. I, I'm not going to do that. Listeners, if you would like to defend the honor of Squid Game, go back to the last episode and yeah, count we'll, all we'll the Yeah, we'll read it in episode 20. <laughs> There's a total of 
34.8 billion won, which I was just editing episode two and you said that it was way less money. So shame on yeah, you. I'm in, I look, uh, the squid game fans come after me, man. Yeah. They, they're going to have to, uh, they really the squid, are. They're, the squid I, boys. They're not, they're not going to have to come fast. Cause I'm pretty slow. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be pretty easy to catch. Yeah. You're, you're not a very spry fellow. I'm not a sprinter. Anyway, 34.8 billion won is like 29 million dollars US dollars. What is one thing Sean you would buy with 29 million dollars if you had it? Oh man. Um <laughs> say finally get my friend a PlayStation 5. I think that might be I think that might be just enough to cover that. Uh <laughs> Um, yeah, dude, the scalped ones. Yeah, you, you yeah, might need twenty nine million. <laughs> I think I might just be able to cover that. Um, uh, a lightsaber, like a real lightsaber. Those don't exist, Sean. Uh, I think I could make one for twenty nine million, dude. You just pour all your money into the <laughs> yeah, development of a lightsaber. Of a lightsaber. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I think I'd buy like one of those, like uh, one of those one wheel bikes. <laughs> a unicycle. Yeah, but the really big one. <laughs> what? Like the really big one, you know? I bet that's expensive. I, I, you know, I'm changing my answer. I'm going to buy one of those big inflatable hamster balls. Okay. That, those aren't that expensive. <laughs> no, no, no. But mine's going to be like fucking state of the art. Like it's going to have air conditioning. I'm gonna so you're going to be that. It. You're going to be that character from Overwatch, the hamster. <laughs> I'm going to live in that ball, dude. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Okay, I, I do have a thing really quickly about the money. Oh. Um, just, I, I don't know if this is just my own sick and twisted mind making connections, but the the money definitely sounded subdued this time to me as it was falling and dropping and um, the music was quieter. Do you, you think that they, like, they're like, okay, these people are already hooked anyway. Like, we don't need to trick them. I think it's a they're, show they're- thing. Oh, you just think they didn't? Make I it think they. Cool. Yeah, I well, I mean, I just I think in the show, like they they turn it down for the effect because you don't really need the dazzling, like I, like for mm-hmm. literally the show we're watching. But um, right. the sound of the money dropping, I don't know if I'm just fucked up and I'm making a weird connection. It makes me think of like bodies dropping, mm. and each bundle of cash being like the worth of a person in their yeah, eyes. It, it, it's a nice something, metaphor. Something about the sound of that money makes me really uncomfortable. Really? So you've turned on the, you've turned on the money sound. I, I, no, I think it's four episodes. I think it's a great sound effect. And at the beginning, I think it's not supposed to play like that. And I don't even know if it's supposed to play like that now but that's the connection that i'm making in my head at this point because i do think it's a more muted the way they they show it in this episode isn't as grandiose and spectacular it's a lot more muted than i think the weight of what's going on has set in okay no i'll agree with that because i don't remember like noticing it is hard you know mm-hmm. i wasn't like oh that's so cool it was it was a little more subdued like when you said earlier they counted the money i don't even really remember yeah they do 
Uh, they do it twice, but yeah. They go to eat, and they're only feeding them a uh, hard-boiled egg and a bottle of soda for each person. And uh, not, not the most healthiest meal. But do, uh, do you think Su, there's a reason for that? I think they even... Don't they say it in this episode? Do they? Did I miss it? Yeah. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, okay. Um, so Duck Sue is like, oh, whatever. And um, player 212, who helped him last game with the lighter, whispers to him, hey, we should just get in line for seconds. So Duck Sue, her, and his crew hop in front of player 198, and he just turns her and says, hey, help us out here, okay? Don't say nothing. So the last five people in line get there, and there are no, there's no food left for them. And the guard says, we prepared exactly the right amount. And player 198 rats him out. She says, it was those guys over there. They did seconds. And Duck Sue replies with, like, just egg falling out of his fucking <laughs> mouth. Like a, like a Cretan, just, what's so from? And uh, player 271, who we don't, we don't get a name of, starts screaming at him. And they start fighting for the bottle of soda, and it falls and breaks. And this enrages Doc Sue, and he beats the man to death. So this is something that we talked about a couple episodes ago, or a little earlier. How it very much feels to me, at least, that the guards and the ga- like the workers of the game enforce the rules when it benefits themselves, right. but aren't really consistent. And I think that's a very intentional, and it's like a commentary of whatever yeah. this this group of people. But, like, I think this is one of the biggest examples is, like, this, this, this isn't in the spirit of integrity of the game. No, not like, at all. They just kill this guy, and I, you know, not going to be the only person. Like, I, 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 I think it's very intentional, and it's, it's easier to pick up on on a rewatch once you know the things that they're going to allow later to go back to the beginning and see the things that they are strict about. Right. And I think that's interesting. Yeah. What, what I really love about this scene actually, um, is, you know, uh, song Wu's the one who goes and takes the pulse of the Mm -hmm. 271 and he goes, he's dead. And Gihon's like, he's dead. And he starts yelling and goes, this asshole killed somebody, somebody, you know, yeah. Do something. Somebody helps. Somebody help. Somebody help. And then you just hear player 271 God. is eliminated and Ooh. the cash falls into the piggy bank. And it, literally every person they show a close up of in this moment has the realization of, oh, it, yeah. from, from Gihan in horror going, oh, they're just letting people kill each other in here to Doc Su. He kind of chuckles and goes, oh, I can just kill people in here. Yeah. And it's a pretty haunting realization that, you know, they, they, they're not going to do anything about it. And uh, that, that was quite a, I think that's quite a revelation for these characters in this moment to go, oh shit, we thought we were safe in here. It's just the games that we would die in. No, you are not safe here. I don't think it's just for the characters. Uh, like, I remember my first time watching through this and being like, oh fuck. Yeah. When when the oh, when sure. the cash dropped and that was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Uh, I think it's God. It's just so well executed. 
like um G- Gihun, the the actor who who plays Gihun, his name escapes me, and I probably wouldn't be able to pronounce it right anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's very good at this kind of thing where they they give a close up on him, and you can see like his mind turning to like the horror that he realizes he's in, and he does it quite a few times in the show. But this is like my favorite one, I think, because it's not just like oh my god, I realize we're gonna play this game of red light, green light, and everybody's gonna die. It's like oh, we are not safe anywhere. And and it, it, it I just really love the way they, they hammer that home in this episode with that. Um, I think it's really cool. Yes. And really haunting, honestly. It, it goes in directions that I don't think you expect from... Uh, like, it's a very good way to subvert expectations, especially when right. you're in the setting where it's a death game. You don't think that there needs to be an outside like a source of conflict or a source of viol- uh, um, danger outside of the game itself. Mm-hmm. And I think adding this in catches you off guard in a really good way. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So then we catch up with our hot cop, Junho. Yes, yes, who yes. Has, he took the last, last episode, he took the mask of the supervisor and he is now wearing it. And he is uh, acting as a supervisor. And we get back to that later, but... Before we go back to the room, we find player 111, the doctor, and he is secretly harvesting organs for a group of corrupt guards in exchange for information about what the next game is going to be so he can survive. And here is where the guard tells 111 that they purposely reduced the food rations so players would turn on each other. Oh, yeah. Leading to a fight that night. And he tells player 111, hey, if you want to survive tonight, you better stick with the strongest team that's so uh, that's very interesting to me Mm -hmm. for reasons that uh, we can't really get into right now so we can move along okay okay all right uh he also he he goes on the toilet after harvesting those organs and he's probably cleaning himself up and he when he eats his egg that they gave him there is a paper in it that reveals information about the next game so these guards are sticking to their word they're helping them harvest organs also, um, what's interesting is player tw- or, uh, guard 28 shows up while this is happening, and they're yes. like, where's guard number 29? And he goes, well, he didn't show up. And we, we know that guard 29 is Junho. Mm-hmm. The guard that he killed just happened to be one who was in on this secret scheme to harvest organs, which is what luck. It, so, yeah, yeah. I think for some people that would border on what is an acceptable coincidence in this kind of thing? Uh, I accept it. I'm I'm fine with it. I it doesn't bother yeah, me. Yeah, I I don't have a problem with it. I just you know, I, it's when definitely I say what luck, convenient. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of it as man, this guy really just got himself into a terrible situation. Yeah, that's true. It's not yeah, not the not the greatest place to to come into the <laughs> the workforce. The, with the realization having hit all the players that you know this is gonna be a nightmare. Um, Gihon, Sangwoo, Ali, and Player One agree to stick together because it's clear Doksu and his crew are, are you know, yeah. plotting. Uh, Gihon approaches uh, Player 67 and says, hey, if something goes down, we're all meeting by my bed. You should meet us there. And she says, I don't trust anybody. And he says, you, in a place like this, you don't trust people because you 
like you don't trust people because you want to you trust them because you have to god i love that he does this that he yes takes the time to go and because uh, he knows like uh, she's fucking dead <laughs> you know right well, because they, they they purposely show Ducks yeah. like staring her down, yeah. like, and they've had conflict before, obviously. Yeah. And then we we find out that the uh, this is all a planned deal because the when the lights go out, uh, the front man they have like some infrared uh, God cameras to see, and you see uh, Duck Sue creeping out of his bed through the infrared and i was just like that's that's scary as shit and he's got the bottle that was broken earlier and he just starts stabbing people to death and um they start lights flickering they're trying to cause more chaos well actually i i forgot the the first person he stabs is player 198 the woman who ratted them out for cutting in line and he says you saw me huh and then just starts stabbing her and it's like holy shit dude Uh, there there's something there's something of about that moment that I I think so like viscerally makes you dislike him and like hate him. And, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the lead up to that though, like when it's counting down and everybody's kind of moving to their place, and I it's such a good way of simply building tension and dread. Definitely. Uh, with the music behind it, or I don't know. There's like this, this, I've never felt such dread at a countdown before. Yeah. Uh, and, and just that, that couple of seconds before things go to hell. I Well, and another thing they do very well too is, um, as they're like talking about what's going to happen, player one is like dozing off in the way yeah. that only an old man can, you know? And he's like, sir, you, you cannot do this. You <laughs> have to stay awake. And, and, you know, he's like, Oh, uh, we'll come down here if something happens. And, uh, I, 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 that's the, for my first watch, I was just so terrified for this old man. Like, yeah, Oh no, dude. he's going to fall asleep and die. The lights go off. And one thing that does happen in, uh, concurrently with this is Junho makes his way with the group that is going to stop this from happening when they're done with it. So basically they're waiting right outside the room and he's the supervisor with them to, uh, to do that. So he's just kind of waiting and uh, the, the lights, like we said, the lights go off. Um, Duck Sue starts going, but Duck Sue is not the only one. There's large groups of people killing each oh, other. Yeah. It's really fucked. It's uh... yeah. It's a very scary moment. There, there's one. There's one guy. He like starts to smother a guy and then snaps his neck. God, yeah. Th- this entire every action sequence in this show is shot in a way where it's not supposed to be exciting. Like, which it, I I really. I really like it's it feels very real and visceral and upsetting yes i will argue though yeah that there's a point in this where um our crew kind of uh sungwoo and ali and yes Yoon and number 67 they kind of get together and there's something beautiful about the choreography of them like <laughs> One guy jumps in and gets hit, and then another guy jumps in with a pole, and then Ali comes with the big pole, and he's swinging Dude. around, and it's, it's almost like an Avengers moment. I literally wrote in my notes, yo, the Avengers assembled. Yeah. 
It's literally an Avengers moment. It's so cool. I <laughs> love it. I love it. It does seem a little out of place with what's happening in the rest of this this sequence. Because like I said, the rest of it feels very visceral and uncomfortable and real and brutal. And then you just have like, da 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 da. I want <laughs> like, someone to cut that scene with yeah, the music, dude. Yeah. It would be so so sick. Like the music that plays when it's circling around them in yeah, the first yeah. Avengers in New York. <laughs> Yeah. And Hulk's like roaring. You know, yeah. while he's swinging the big beam, dude. I, I love it, dude. I hope I will, so, dude. I do want to give a special shout out to number 331, who uh, goes out of his way to jump on Duxu's back to save number 67. We don't know who this guy is, but yes. he just tries to tackle Duxu at one point. I, I will mention 67 does stab Duxu at one point with her, with her knife that she has. Get fucked. He ends up getting the knife, which isn't good, but she ends no. up being saved by the crew. They can't find number one. Um, and, and then finally, number one on the highest <laughs> fucking bunk bed you could imagine. Uh, and it's very, it's very heartbreaking the way he's screaming and crying. Um, especially, you know, I'm watching, I'm watching the dub. And yeah. He has, the, like I've said before, he has this old man splinter voice. But yeah. Like, the actor dude please stop everybody's going to it's like heartbreaking yeah. it's like so sad and the front man watches him and goes all right stop it and the soldiers run in and fire their guns and they turn the lights on and they start separating people there's something about that where it's it's such a it's such a jarring moment where at first when the camera like cuts to him standing on top of it it's kind of comical a, yeah, little, a bit. little bit and then he as he starts to go you're like oh this is actually really fucking tragic i th- i think part of it is because he's standing in the same way he does when he stops for red light green light <laughs> he's like standing kind of kind of hunched like and you're like oh god what is he going to like fucking like jump and drop kick somebody from the top of that bitch <laughs> for wrestling style what's he gonna do that's the culmination of the avengers right. he, he just he just drops in and drop kicks doc sue into oblivion dude he just breaks his fucking that. neck with a drop kick yeah. um <laughs> it's it's uh, it oh god it's also like you think you think they got like an old dude up that high to film that sequence i don't know man that's pretty high know. up yeah, that's like what, 15, 20 feet in the air, right? Yeah, and it doesn't look like there's any actual way to get up there. Yeah, that's what's crazy about it is it's like, how did this man get up there so fast without getting like bashed on the head with a pole or? I will say though, there. we we seen him in red light, green light. The dude can that's move. True. He can move. He's he might have brittle bones, but the, you know they're smooth. They, yeah, they, they get him where he needs to go. They're smooth, brittle. <laughs> He's got smooth bones. He's grease lightning. <laughs> uh, as the guards are holding everybody up, uh, Junho approaches Gihun and says, "Player four fifty six, have you have you seen this man?" And I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. But he's asking if he's seen his brother, and Gihun says, "Hey, we don't know anybody's names. Like that's kind of how it works." And he just kind of walks away, and you're like, "Oh, that was weird." But because of this, after the whole thing, it. Gihon decides it's time to learn everybody's names. Mm-hmm. And this is, we finally uh, get 67's name, Saibyuk, um, which he says is a very pretty name. And then, but poor player number one can't remember his name. And that's almost as heartbreaking as him screaming for everybody to stop. It, like, especially the way that 
Gihan is looking at him when he's trying yeah. so hard to pull. Like, I, that's one of the... Oh God, just everything with number one in this show is so heartbreaking to me it almost is. every time. Like, like aside from the kind of goofy miss of episode one every time like because he's kind of deteriorating yes and uh, i don't know man i just it's so sad also to be mentioned um gihan does the whole uh snu bit again with sangwoo yeah to sang sangwoo's big eye rolls uh and he cuts him off this time doesn't he yeah he i think he I don't remember how he cuts him off, but I think you're right. He cuts him off. Everybody kind of gets to know each other, which is nice. You know, we get yeah. names. I, I also, I picked up on, um, they did give a number of people that died and yes. they killed 27 people. So we're down to 80. So we cut to our friend Duxu, who has a pretty good stab wound. Thanks to, uh, Saibyuk. And the doctor is, you know, sewing it up for him. And, He's letting they're allowing the doctor to join the team. I think that happened a little earlier, but he tells him if he if he stays away from him during the night, uh, he he wouldn't kill him. Mm-hmm. But the doctor tells him, "Hey, I actually know what the next game is." He doesn't tell anybody else. He just tells Duck uh, Ducksu, which seems smart. But during this, player player two twelve starts to get a little little frisky with Ducksu. Yeah, uh, this is my least favorite part of the whole show. You don't like the <laughs> sex scene, Sean? I don't like their relationship at all. Yeah, I don't I, think it's I really just, a relationship. No, it's not. I just, I'll say the storyline. I don't like their storyline at all. Maybe it's just because I really don't like her. Yeah, she's a, like, she's a little annoying. Like, I don't even like her as an antagonist. I just... yeah. Uh, I mean, you feel about her the way all the characters feel about her. Yes, which, which is I think makes her point. somewhat effective. Yeah. But no, I agree. Not my favorite part of the show, but basically they sneak off to the bathroom to have some toilet sex. Super hot. Um, <laughs> and she asks him, uh, you know, will you stay with me to the end? And he's, he's you know, he's in post not confusion. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, and they tell each other each other's names. And then she goes. You know, if you betray me, I'll kill you. But what's really annoying, and her voice actor in the dub does this a lot, is she in the in the dub she goes, "I'll kill you, okay?" And she, uh, her voice actor, for whatever reason, adds these okays into the end of these lines where it's not like it's some tick she decided to add to her performance, and I hate it. Yeah, no, I'll kill you, okay? And that makes like, it sound that, even that worse. Oh, it's she's she's my least favorite character in the dub too, just because I feel like they they really they really turned it up to eleven for her. She's very anime, and I don't know that that's what was appropriate for this role. No, um, oh, I don't like that. Like she's supposed to be annoying, but like it, it she she's in a different show. You know what I mean? Like I, she, I know she, all she, too well. She's in it. She's in it. She's not in the same show as everybody else at times. And it's like, oh, this is rough. I, I know that feeling all too well. And then they uh, continue to have more toilet sex. Super hot. I'm really glad that we devoted precious minutes of this of this series to them banging in a toilet. Hell yeah. Cut to Junho, who's going to sleep. And he realizes the coughing he hears and he's heard. 
is Morse code. What a smart boy. I would have never fucking thought of that. No, dude. I would have been like, that is the worst cough I've ever <laughs> yeah. heard. But like, dude, I really I hope I'm not working with medicine. that guy. I'm like, is he contagious? Yeah, not not good for him. The only thing we it's revealed to us that the he says in Morse code is number 29, implying that he's trying to speak with him. Yeah. And then you can you can infer based on what his next actions are that he actually, you know, got more than just number 29, obviously. Yeah. But that would have been a long ass sequence. Can you imagine? They just cough, cough, cough. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like we're there for like 10 minutes as he's transcribing these coughs. Yeah, I know. That would have been that would have been a really sick scene. Actually, I would have preferred that to the sex scene we just got. So oh, yeah, that's true. That. That's true. About five minutes into it, he misses a word. So we have to go through the whole thing again when like, it ends. He's like trying to figure out how to cough back in Morris code. Yeah. He's like, hey, repeat that last part. <laughs> 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 and then um, somebody on the anyway. other side is just shut the fuck up. Can you guys stop coughing? <laughs> For some reason, it was Chris Farley, the voice I did, but like, I, that's what I imagine. So before the third game begins, uh, which is literally the next morning, they don't give them much time to, you know, recover from the horrific night. There's still blood on the floor. Yes. They're saying, hey, you're going to be playing as a team. You have 10 minutes to get a team of 10 meaning there'll be eight teams because there's 80 people left. So we have Gihan, Sangwoo, Ali, Saibyuk, and Player One. They need five more people. Uh, Sangwoo decides, hey, everybody should go out and try to get a man because men mm-hmm. are strong and, on average, better at games. So <laughs> not my <Yeah>. belief. <laughs> Very clear. Not my belief. And during this, good boy Gihan's like, hey, man, we don't even know if we're playing something where we'll need strength. Like, what if we so- play this? And he goes, Just get men, dude, okay? So I have a question because yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not the first time that Gian has like brought up like the idea of a game revolving around stretching and how it would be helpful to have a woman if there's a game that revolves around like stretching. Uh-huh. What the fuck kind of game revolves around stretching? Um, not a game that you and I have ever played. I guess. <laughs> <that. laughs> I just I don't know. I... I don't know, man. I, I can't think of a game that would revolve around that. Okay, I can think of one. Have you ever done like a, a team building exercise? Like gone to a camp where they have you do team building exercises? No, but like we, we did them in school. Uh, have you ever played the game where everybody's linked and then you yes. have to like reverse people? That Dude, that be would one. be a crazy game. Right. But that could be one where stretching is important, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. You, I, I have been, I have been schooled, dude. Hey, Squid Game, uh, season two. Season two. two. <laughs> Call me up. I got some ideas. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Songwoo's sexist, and he says, "Get some men over here." Um. So. <laughs> get some. Get, get some men over here. <laughs> get some men over here. Saibyuk finds another woman who I love. Player Number, 240. Me too. Me too. I love Player 240. She is so cool. She's yeah. like, I want to be like her when I grow up. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's just, she's just great. She just does not care. Player uh, one doesn't bring back anybody, so they get no. stuck with Player 212, who, in a uh, very drama-filled thing, gets into uh, a fight with Daksu when he doesn't want her on his team, and. It's a whole thing, and it's very toxic. It's like watching that. You know, everybody has that that couple that's in their life, and they're like, oh, "I wish they would just break up." They're so <laughs> toxic. That that's that, but to like a ten. Um, 
I also want to point out, um, I don't remember who goes up to them. I think it's Sangwoo goes up to a man who says that he'll only join if his wife can also join. And I, I want to bring this up because this husband and wife duo is actually my... F- my it's it's going to sound weird to say if people know the context of it. But I, I, it's maybe not my favorite storyline, but I think it's one of the best little minor subplots that goes across the season. Yes. So I believe he's number sixty nine, right? I can't remember what the number is. I just I think that he's number sixty nine and she's number seventy. Okay. I, I just I know I, it's a husband wife duo, and I wanted to call attention to them being here because, well, we're going to talk about them again. Would they also uh, gather? Um, I don't know remember the number of every player on their team, but. Another one of my favorite characters for different reasons, uh, number 244, who I'm dubbing Jesus Man. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I love Jesus Man, and we'll talk about him more in a minute. You love Jesus Man? Jesus Man. <laughs> uh, not... Mm, okay. uh, <laughs> so, um, they got their team of 10, and they have two women and an elderly man, and Sungwoo is not happy with this. No. And what I love about 240 is Sung Woo's like, who brought you? And, and Sabux said, I did. And he goes, I told you not to bring back women. And she goes, all right, well, if you don't want me, I'll go. <laughs> I don't care. And she starts to get up and good boy Gihan's like, no, 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 stay. It's okay. We don't even know what we're playing yet. It's fine. Yeah. But Something they, do find out, they do find out they are playing tug of war. I have never felt such dread. I d- uh, I I would not do well. <laughs> this, I hate tug of war. For the record, yeah, I'm not terrible at it, but I hate it because it's not just about your like strength. It's about a lot about your hand and wrist strength, mm. and and how like how much you care to <laughs> to do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Okay, I get pulled in the mud. Whatever. I don't care. This is a little different because. This is one of the most awesome set pieces in the whole show. It's this giant yellow and black construction uh, with the pit in the middle, and it goes down even farther than where they are. Um, it's probably like a 50-foot fall at least. Um, and it's it's just very striking. And I will say they play the... Um, the reveal has the what I called kazoo music before, but it is, yeah. it is clearly a flute, and I'm just an idiot. But now, canonically, it's kazoo music. Yes, the kazoo music. We get to watch first Duck Su's team go up against another team. And when the other team loses easily, a guillotine comes down and cuts the rope, and they fall to their death. All the, ten uh, of them. Just, and the noise it makes is disgusting. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it's just, it is a very scary situation. It is, I think, so far, and hell, I'd say overall, the most horrifying game because the players are directly, the, the players aren't just directly responsible for another person's death, they are actively killing the other people. Yes. Like, this is not just 
I win, and so you have to lose, and that means that you're going to die now, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's I'm pulling you off the edge, and well, you're going to fall other to games, your death. The other games so far, like, there's no rule that says somebody has to die. Like, theoretically, yeah, yeah. everybody could have won Red Light, Green Light. Everybody could have won the Honeycomb game. Here, one team wins, one team loses. Yeah, and not only is it one team wins and one team loses, it's one team kills the other. Right, exactly, exactly. I just, I, because... I don't I don't mean to like get super deep into this. Like uh, could could you even do it? I don't know I'm if I could no. do it. I'm going to say no, but you know, if I was ever put in a situation like this, it's a different story, right? Yeah, of course. Of course, you never know. Right. Um, but I'm going to say no. I think this would make me pretty sick to my stomach. Yeah. Especially if, you know, you know, maybe if I was in the first team, you know, I, I'd i be like, well, in my head, uh, I know what's going to happen, but at least mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like the third team out there, I'm like, fuck this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't I don't know that I could do it. Gihan's team gets called up next and uh, they are against a team of all men. And so everybody's. In the in the elevator they get and everybody's pretty down. And our good friend player one, typically an MVP, says, Hey, I used to do this when I was a kid, all right? I was pretty good. Here's what you have to do. And one of the guys says, Shut up, old man. And, and then Gian's <laughs> like, No, 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 listen to him. And so he he devises a strategy that will help them uh as the underdog win. And it's about holding your place as opposed to pulling right away to throw the other team off as they go wait why aren't we pulling them and then you wait for them to take a misstep and you pull about having a leader in the front about having a big anchor on the end going side to side instead of being all on the same side and planting your feet horizontally and putting your abdomen up there and it's a really cool speech actually i I really it, it, it's almost like, it's not a montage per se but like he keeps talking over the as they're getting set up and all that and i just think it's a really really well done speech um and as he suggested they do, they do it, and it does kind of throw the other team off, and they start to take a lead, but their lack of strength starts to catch up with them, and they start getting pulled towards the middle, and saying Woo says, hey, everybody needs to take three steps forward when I tell you to, mm-hmm. and and uh, 212 in general is like, that's bullshit, I'm not doing that, <laughs> and he goes, you can either do it or die, and Gihan's like, we might as well try and they take their three steps forward. And the episode ends. I I, I yelled fuck you at yep. my TV the first time I saw it. Uh, yep. I was so pissed. And I was like, it was like midnight and I had to work in the, the next day, like early. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I can't. I can't watch another one. Uh, and I, oh boy. Do you think... Okay, so in your in that situation, uh, are you fucking taking those three steps forward? Yeah, I think I am. Yeah, I mean at that point, mm-hmm. fucking. What do you got to lose? You're either yeah. gonna, you know, yeah, you're definitely losing at that point. Like, yeah, might as well take three steps forward. Um, what I one thing that we didn't mention a small note of this episode is that, uh, uh, Jun Junho has um put on his other mask, in hopes of you know connecting with number 28 and they're taking care of the bodies and number 28 
grab some blood as they find one up a character or they find a contestant who's still breathing and they put a little blood cross on it. Yes. To signify, hey, this one's one that's ripe for uh organ organ stealing. And I don't remember in this episode is this the episode where they show how they do it? Or I is that next episode? Don't, I think that's the next episode. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I, I wanted to mention that. That's how that episode ends, and it's it's terrifying. So uh, yeah, there's part of me that's like, because it, it's a, that cliffhanger. There's part of me that's like, man, me and Sean should do the next episode right now because we don't <laughs> want to miss the cliffhanger. But that that is not how that works. Sean, do you have an MVP of this episode? Uh, I think it's number one, dude. Like. Uh... <sighs> At the beginning, dude? Or not at the beginning. Well, I mean, first of all, when he's standing up on the fucking bed and he's, oh, stop it, stop it. Like, he saved he's lives. He's about to swanton bomb somebody, yeah. <laughs> he's about to go down from the top rope, but... Uh, he's going to backflip and kick somebody in the face. <laughs> uh, but also just, like, coming in clutch in the elevator with, like, this is what we're going to do. Fucking everybody listen up, you know? Yep, for sure. I, I think he's the undisputed MVP of this episode. But I feel like we always give it to him because we love him so much. And so I'm going to counter. I'm going to counter and say I'm going to give it to my unsung hero, 331, who saved Byaksu for no <laughs> damn reason and died. Died instantly. But he saved her. And I think that that's very important. You know what? Uh, I, I, I respect that because Byaksu is one of my favorite characters. So Agreed. got him. Without three three one's brave sacrifice, he knew that he he saw the show in the future and traveled back to. <laughs> we salute you, three three one. I I am saluting right now. You can't see it. Yes, but I gummy ship salute. You can hear it. Yep, you can. If you, can, if you listen closely enough, you can hear me salute him. You yeah, real close. Listen, just mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just really uh, close. I think. This is the first episode where I feel like we needed an LVP, a least valuable player. Oh, uh, and crazy lady. I'm going to give it, yeah, 212. 212 for sure. <laughs> uh, she, she hooks up with Doc Sue just to look like an idiot, and then she's annoying, and then she doesn't want to go through with the three steps thing. There's just a lot not to like there. Uh, and we have yeah. to be careful because I think we will give her the LVP every episode she's in if yeah. we're not careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. Um, but at the same time, that might be therapeutic in a way. That's true. Maybe we'll feel better about it. I think, uh, there might be a catharsis to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, I don't know. Well, you know, I guess we'll have to figure it out. Sean, what's your strategy in tug of war, dude? <laughs> like I said, in this scenario, I'm fucking not even playing. Like I'm all right. That's it. Like I can't do it. But also it, in, if we're saying, if we're saying uh, tug of war in general, not in a death game where I have to be responsible for the deaths of others. Um, man, I don't have a strategy. I, uh, dude, I, I, I was the guy that walked the mile. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I I'm know saying? So like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm going for like, uh, I'm trying to find somebody to like buddy up with, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who's a little bigger than me. And uh, I'm just trying to like be out of their way. I um, I'm a bigger guy. I th I think I'm the anchor. 
I think I'm I got yeah. the rope wrapped around my waist and I'm just pushing, you know? Cuz I don't I don't want to like use my hands. You know what I mean? Okay, I okay. I want to use my body. I want to oh, use my body. Oh, oh, oh. You know. Oh, I okay. Use my hips. <laughs> you need my thighs, <laughs> my calves. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a different podcast, Mike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. And then I'm just I'm just pulling the rope like a mule, dude. Just like an ox. Yeah, <laughs> you down on all fours too? What are you doing? Yeah, dude. I might hey if it, if it wins the game, dude, I'll I'll crawl on all fours like a freak. At least that way, at least that way, if you go out, like, it's kind of funny. Is that funny, Sean? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Is that funny if I die? That's funny? No, no, but if you die while you're, like, trying to pull a rope on all fours, dude, that's kind of funny. You're, like, crawling okay, here's, actually, actually, here's the five-head maneuver, and they might just shoot me. Yeah. But what I do is I, you know, I'm on the end, right? So if we get pulled down, I grab the edge of the platform because I'm facing the other direction. Do you think you have the upper body strength to to hold well, no, everybody no, no. else up? It's not just the upper body strength because then I put, I wrap my legs around the bottom. Okay. So I kind of like wench myself on the edge and just hope that everybody else falls. <laughs> Like maybe their arms fall off or, or something. <laughs> and that is ridiculous. All right. Oh. I thought. I thought I couldn't. Like, I really. I, I was like, man, the idea of somebody like like in that situation on all fours, like they're pretending to be an ox is like the funniest thing I can think of. But now I'm just imagining somebody fucking clinging to the edge, like fucking looking down, going fall. <laughs> fall. Yeah, and there's like nine people hanging from the rope he's on. <laughs> and he's like, just, just just fall or or five head maneuver. Maybe they reach. They stand on their tippy toes. No, it's way too that. That's way too far down. Oh, that's no where way. you cross the line. Yeah, no, I crossed the line there, Sean. That's completely unrealistic. <laughs> what the fuck? Can you imagine the visual though? Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> or if, like, I try to like, I'm hanging on to the top and I'm trying to swing my body to swing them back up. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool too. You fuck. <laughs> All right, everybody, just swing together. Here we go. <laughs> you know, in Iron Man three, when he yes, <laughs> the, the barrel monkeys. Yeah, yes, yeah, it'd be just like that. <laughs> oh, oh man, I like I like I like how we started by going, man. This is the most horrifying game yet. Well, you know, we're trying to make it fun, Sean. No, I, I, I think we're, something I think that just popped into my head good. for some reason that we didn't mention is that Sung Woo tells Ali to hide his his hand that's missing two fingers. Oh yeah, which Sung Woo's just the, one of the most fucked up dudes. Well, if you're looking for people like, I, I think that's not terrible advice. 
when you're looking for people to join your team, like I think other people are gonna look down on that, and they're gonna they're gonna like make judgments based off of it. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's probably a good idea to to be like, hey, look, uh, maybe don't let them make judgments based solely off of that, because I think people would. I think people would take a look at that and be like, you're they fucking, would. you're no help. They would, but he's also like sexist and. Oh yeah, no. I look, hey man, I'm not defending that part. You know, I'm just look, 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 man. Don't, don't. I'm not. I'm not going down with that ship. I'm not. I'm not getting know, tethered. It seems like you're seeming like a little <laughs> bit of a song woo right now. I'm not. I'm not getting. I'm. I'm not. I'm not falling off with with song woo, dude. Um. I will say this cliffhanger is undercut slightly. By the fact that all of the main characters are on this team. Do you, do you want to hear something that really pissed me off when I watched it the first time? What? So, the cliffhanger happens, and I, it's like three in the morning, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I gotta go to bed. So I back out, okay? Uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, I wanna watch this next one. <laughs> yeah. So I do, I start to, but it starts playing the next episode, unbeknownst, unbeknownst to me. Oh, the one, I, the one after. The, the one after, where they're all lined up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess if you haven't watched this, there's not a spoiler really, but if you haven't watched this next episode, don't listen for a second, but Gihan gives his, his jacket to number one, right? Yes. And I was like, what the fuck did I miss? And I was like, yeah. oh, maybe they're going to like show me what happens later. This is just the cold open. <laughs> and I watched a good five minutes of that episode before realizing Netflix just selected the next episode. And I was fucking pissed. And then I just watched the other episode and I was fine. But it, I don't know how it happened. It was really annoying. I'm glad you got through that difficult time in your life. Dude, it was. It was very difficult for me. Anyway, thanks for mocking me. Is there any other <laughs> is there any other thing we do on this podcast? I don't remember. Well, all we have left to do is, you know, uh did you already plug all the shit at the at the front? I just said the email. Okay, I'll plug things. Here we go. Okay, okay. So, uh we are the Squid Boys and this is Squid Pro Quo, and if you want to talk to us about Squid Game or I guess anything, but not anything too weird, uh you can email us at Squidboys SPQ at gmail.com. That's S Q U I D B O I Z S P Q at gmail.com. You can also join uh my Discord, why, which is why down are you in the laughing? description. What do you mean? Why are you laughing? Because because you said don't send us anything too weird. And I started thinking about the person playing tug of war on all four again. Oh my god. Um anyway, you can join the Discord and you can talk about Squid Squid Game with us. Um there are people like Jip there and he's cool. So go there. Uh also my brother and I do a Kingdom Hearts podcast called The Ansem Report. You should check that out too if you like Kingdom Hearts. Kind of a different thing tonally but you know same kind of kind of kind of kind of same yeah. idea you don't remember when riku lied to sora about what honeycomb shape he should grab <laughs> anyways you if, you, if you guys want to follow me on twitter i'm not sean underscore afk and everything that i do is in my bio
Oh yeah, Twitter Spaghetti Bros. Follow that too. Um, and we will. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I was gonna say, Sean. Uh, I I agree to end this podcast. Yeah, I I'm I'm hastily agreeing. <laughs> this is spiraling. Shut up! It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I know. I'm At least we didn't end with Joe Biden shitting his pants <laughs> or whatever the fuck happened that last time. <laughs> Anyway, guys, we're the Squid Boys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.